0: It's bouncy. It's bouncy. It's fun. It's upbeat. It's got that uh, kind of polka feel. Uh, But it's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where where (laughs) did
1: we get it? Nigel, our finance director, uh, we're having a coffee or making a coffee in the kitchen, and he he told me that he was pretty handy on the keyboard. And we said, yeah, give it a go. The Casio. The Casio. The Casio. I don't know. How do you how do you tell someone that that high in the company that it's not know. any good? Let's not. <laughs> Let's no. not. Let's just try a different tack. Awesome, I think Nigel, we, thanks. It yeah. was
0: worth going down that road, but uh, That's I brilliant. think we'll make a U turn. Yeah. Um, hello and welcome to the Cars Guide Podcast, where we tear down, pressure test, and rebuild the issues of the automotive week. I'm James, and with me are Richard. Hello, and Mister Pritchard. Hi there. Who together form Richard and Pritchard. Yes, a hard-hitting investigative team whose exploits we'll get to later. Uh, this week, we'll look at the new, now imported Camry. Um, is its cardigan in the bin? Uh, we've driven the Ford Focus RS Limited Edition, and it's awesome. But first, gone in 60 seconds. UK thieves have stolen a Merck S-Class in less than a minute using some high-tech trickery. Car theft is back. Richard. Richard. Yes, uh, this
1: story broke. I would say in the last twenty four hours. Now, look, car theft is not new. It's been going on since the creation of the car. I think nineteen oh one. The first the first car was stolen straight out of the Ford factory. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that's true or not. By, by a paying customer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By Henry. A guy only names Henry. 1886. 1886, that's right. Driveway. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I wasn't there like like you yep. might have been. Yep. Um, so, look, what's happened here, this occurred in the Midlands in the UK and uh, police have released footage of the car theft. Now, what makes this one a little bit different to the usual type of car theft is, um, well, first of all, the car. It's an S-Class Benz. It was parked in uh, its owner's driveway. Uh, in the middle of the night, uh, two chaps turn up in full-on spray paint gear. Did what, any? Did one of them look like Nicolas Cage? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Nicolas Cage well, is God. a chameleon, so yeah, really, you
1: is. Know, oh, we've all seen Conair as well. Brilliant. Um,
0: <laughs> or Angelina Jolie.
1: Angelina Jolie? No. Anyway, no, sorry. Continue. No, that's right. Um, so the two the two thieves turn up in their their, their hooded uh, you know uh, all in one jumpsuits. Uh, one both of them are carrying. They look like Ghostbusters. One's one's carrying a box with lights on it. Another one's carrying a, a similar box with lights on it. Uh, the first one goes over to the wall of the house and starts waving it around the wall. The second one is standing by the car, trying the door handle until both lights go off, green on the boxes, and he sees into the car. Um, then the first guy is waving his box around on the wall of the the, the the owner's house and uh, the, the other guy starts the car and um, they've gone.
0: They've stolen yeah. S-Class. So, so they've That's obviously crazy. been scrolling around for a signal yes. from either the ultrasonic or infrared or whatever the the, the Devices. Yeah.
1: So the idea is, is that this is a relay. This is relay technology. So the guy who's waving his box around the wall is actually looking for the key fob inside the yes. house. So it could be on your, you know, on your kitchen table or on the bedside table. So what it does is it picks up the signal from that, it relays it to the box that the guy is right. holding beside the car, unlocks the door.
0: Because uh, as I recall, in his in unfortunate kind of car theft phase, Mr. Pritchard, you typically used yeah. a a slide hammer and yeah. a large flathead screwdriver. So this is the modern modern day equivalent of those. Tools. That's right. Because car theft went away really. The 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 quality of the door locks, the ignition locks, the immobilizers. It was you could break a window, of course, but actually starting the engine and stealing the car became next to impossible if these were stymied. That's Um, it. But this seems like, you know, Mr. Pritchard, it's opened up a new avenue for for you. I hope you don't regress and go back to those days. Look, look.
2: A different man these days. Uh (laughs) Banking. Not who I who I was back in the seventies. <laughs> yes, yeah. used to twenty steal.
0: years before I was born, <laughs> I think, <laughs> stealing cars. I think you stole cars to order, didn't you? It was for a rebirthing racket down yeah, in Melbourne. yeah, yeah. Well, well, it is,
2: it is. It's crazy though, because like if if I saw this in a movie. Hmm. I would be sitting there going, oh well that's a bit much. Mm. That's mm. No, I don't really believe this. Oh with their magical, yes. you know, their magical door opening box technology. Even yeah. with the green lights, the fact that they have green lights, lights. that sync yeah. up. High tech. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's be- because yeah.
0: really uh, it had come down to carjacking. The only mm. way to actually steal a high-end car yeah. was either ram the car, mock up some kind of accident such that the driver got out of the car, mm. then palm them out of the way and steal it. Or just used some other kind of violence to get them out of the car and take it. Well, that's it because an S-class,
1: like it's it's one of the most impenetrable vehicles you know in the world. It's it's so sophisticated it should be almost unstealable. Yeah. Um. And they did this. We we watched it in real time. It takes less than a minute to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the Midlands police and I really like this have come up with a few preventative measures. Um, now the first one is take the batteries out of your key fob oh, okay. when you go to bed. Yep. So yeah. if mm-hmm. there's no if the key fob isn't live, then they can't relay the signal. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one, club lock.
0: What? <laughs> What's a, a club <laughs> lock?
1: Club lock on your steering wheel. Uh, have
0: you ever seen my Mr. It's a it's a, a yeah. kind of ratcheting mechanism. That yeah. Incredibly puny. I have personally broken one yeah. with yeah. with a little bit of friction <laughs> yeah. because the the radius of the thinnest part of that's the rod it. that makes up the main part of the lock mm. is so very thin. That's right. It fatigues quickly. They're yeah. a bit of a joke. So Which that's, okay, this is what they're suggesting. No. The Midlands
1: Police are suggesting that you use a club lock. So can you imagine oh, okay. an S-Class Benz with, with a big club red lock. club lock on it? I don't think um, that
0: even fit onto a modern steering The airbag would get in the way. So I I, I like
1: option one. Mm. I don't like option two. Conspiracy alert. Guess where this took
0: place? Well, the Midlands. Well, the twilight zone. Sully Hull. The twilight zone. Sully <laughs> Hull. Yeah. Right. So okay. So what? There's some kind of Land Rover. Maybe, maybe it's the Land Rover
1: Boffins stealing an S-class Testing to try. And, out. If people don't know, um, this is the it's it's the it's the hometown of. Um, Land Rover, uh, Jaguar Land Rover's
0: uh, plants. Fantastic. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, look, that's gone in 60 seconds. It's, mm. it's kind of frightening to think that something that had been diminished so far has burst back on mm. with mm. new technology. Car theft is a thing. And mm. that the solution is something so Yeah, take the batteries out. Yeah, yeah. I reckon's great. yeah. yeah. That's or a problem. really good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, so moving on. We've now uh, moved through the, the morning phase for, for local car production. Um, Each of Ford, Toyota, Holden, they've all shut up their plants. And Toyota has landed with a new Camry. It's imported and it's from Japan. It sits on a new platform, the Toyota new generation architecture. uh, And our man, Tim Robson, has has had a steer. And it seems as though its cardigan may be very close to to going in the bin. This car has some personality. Richard, what do you make of it? Oh, look, I...
1: I haven't driven it. I just want to put that out there straight away. Um, but I think it looks amazing. Uh, and and going by the technology, which is underneath it as well, I think it's a, a few steps ahead of uh, the previous Camry. Look, Robbo got a bit of flack uh, in his video. I just want to bring this up now and just stand up for Robbo. Um, he said it's, it, it's the first Camry to have... Uh, fully independent rear suspension, and we've got a few people out there saying it's always had independent rear suspension. Well, the last generation had a dual link. This is the first Camry to have fully
0: independent So the suspension. word is fully. Fully is the word. All right. Mm. And it starts at around, or oh, just under $28,000. Yep. There's There are different engines, a 2.5 litre, four, and then a hybrid, and the Orion has disappeared. So now we have a Camry V6, V6. again. Um, and the, the top end of the price range is is closer to $45,000. So it's out there. Mr. Pritchard, has a Camry mm. ever been an aspirational vehicle for you? Is that something you'd love to park in your own driveway? Look, it's not. Um, not
2: in the sense that I don't like a sensible car because, you know, I look at the, the i30 and I'm like yeah yeah i'd have that's a bit of of you right um but no actually the thing that i remember about the camry is that my pop always used to needle my brother about it where because my brother being like enthusiast for the longest time before he could even drive um my pop would always because he had a camry he had it was god it would have been from like the late 90s or the early noughties i don't know what one yeah but um He would always talk about it like it was. Oh no, but the best car in the world—that Toyota Camry—and my brother would Would be triggered so car triggered. (laughs) Yeah, he'd get really frustrated. Wow. Um, But like in terms of you know how how it looks and everything, I I like I like how I like its dramatic face. um, Okay. And I like all the the kind of the lines and creases and everything. I think it looks it looks really nice. Um, I don't know if I would still. I feel like for me, it's still not really an aspirational thing but that's also just like me personally I'm not really in the market for a like yeah. a mid-sized to large sedan.
0: Yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> if
1: the Camry was a person, yes. what what would their job be? Who would they be, do you think? Mr. Pritchett? Oh, Pritchard? wow. Ooh. Great question.
2: I think um accountancy? Accountancy yeah. or um maybe like uh like traveling sales
0: insurance? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe like when, you, when you want something person.
2: sensible and sort of
0: like reasonably yeah. comfortable. Or an actuary, the person who's yeah. actually determining when you're going to check out and yeah. set up your life insurance policy. Yes. Yeah.
1: You know? yeah. That's um, the camera.
2: Yeah. Someone, someone pragmatic, right. someone who wants to get from A to B, B and sort of doesn't really... And make sure of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who doesn't want to be, you know, showy about it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Uh, very good. From at the other end of the spectrum... We've recently had a steer of Ford's Focus RS, a limited edition thereof, and talk about uh, low profile and and not wanting to be showy. These are all uh, <laughs> bright blue, and they're all-wheel drive, turbo four-cylinder engine. There, you know, it's it's a small hatchback producing what was in the old money three hundred and fifty horsepower. It's two hundred and fifty-seven kilowatts loads of talk, and this limited edition of it's the last 500 cars that will come to australia will all be of this spec and we had a fang around uh, sydney motorsport park and the skid pan going full full hoonigan out there <laughs> and it was absolutely fantastic you know you think the days of, of a car being fun to drive are gone this thing would fly in the face of that absolutely fabulous now
1: um, I'm just going to blow your trumpet for a second, James, because uh, y- you don't often do this. James is actually a former Formula Ford driver. He's he's, he's, he's he's putting his hand up. He's making faces. He doesn't like this. So James was a very good test pilot for this car. Um, I've driven the the previous version. There was quite a bit of torque steer going through those front wheels. Is there was there any of that? Could you feel
0: any of that this time well, around? Well, with all-wheel drive now, yeah. it's um, it can throw as much as 70% mm. of its drive to yep. the rear, mm. and it has uh, a quaff diff on the front axle. Mm. So you've got all of this magical electronic management of drive going from front to rear, mm. across the rear, across t- torque vectoring across the yep. front. So it's thinking all seamlessly. You don't feel any of it through the wheel, mm. except when you're coming up and into tight corners and then on the way out, yeah. it just puts its power down the torque, pulls you out of the corner yep. and off you go. So much fun. It was terrific. And fanging around on the wet skid pan, happily, it was raining. You don't yep. often want that uh, yeah. to be happening. But uh, you just look where you want to go. It has a drift mode. So you can press that button <laughs> and it helps you kick the tail of the car out and then you just go around and around like a kind of rally legend. It's, mm. uh, <laughs> it's fantastic fun. But does yeah. it fit the Cars Guide pram, James? Uh, I, I didn't have the pram with me <laughs> on the day. Um, I mean,
2: that's a pretty massive oversight. Yeah, right? well, it's like a massive oversight. <laughs> but, You're this so
0: is, right.
1: but this is what I do like about the the Focus RS. It's it's not a. It's a. It's still four doors. Mm. Um, it um, it you. I'm, I'm sure you would be able to get the
0: Cars Guide pram in there. You could use this on a daily basis, couldn't you? You could. Look, yeah. there, there are a few concessions to practical normality, but it's also a six speed manual. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's a lovely. That's a great thing. Uh, Six-speed manual gearbox. Mm. Mm. Um, it has some fairly leery uh, aero bits and pieces yeah. all over the car. So in the shopping centre car park, it would stand out just yep. a little bit. But mm-hmm. yes, it will be a grocery get, uh, grocery getter. How much uh, are they you retailing you for? Oh, that's a great for? question. Richard, why did you ask? <laughs> <that>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, somewhere between. Just talk, uh, talk dun, amongst yourselves. Dun, 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 I've got these here somewhere. Dun, 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 I do uh, really uh, like dun, the blue dun, colour. I think it's It's very blue. Nitrous blue. Nitrous, nitrous blue. blue. So fifty six thousand nine hundred and ninety dollars, and it's loaded oh, wow. up with a whole bunch of fruit. Now that that's no small number. Yes, but for this kind of performance hatch, yeah. you're talking Audi RS three Sportback. Yep. Maybe a Merck AMG A forty five, and both of those are at least twenty k dearer. So yep. mm-hmm. yes, it's yep. the Ford badge that maybe isn't as premium as those other two but in terms of the way the car actually performs and behaves it's right there with them so it's it's a pretty big number but i'd say it's value for money and that
1: ford badge as well with the rs uh, ford is one of the only car makers that is worthy of wearing that uh, RS badge <coughs> Honda um, so I think you know that RS badge definitely should be on this car well, as well well
0: it's so true I mean um, in this context RS probably means different things all over the place but at Rally Sport mm-hmm. and Ford has <gasps> a terrific right. has a terrific you uh, Good on you. heritage in Rally <laughs> and this car sort of harks back it, it's an echo of a bit of that it's, yeah. it's really fantastic so there you go there's a bit awesome. of a burst on the, on the um, Focus RS the limited edition it's absolutely brilliant now that brings us back to you two guys. Hello, uh, yes, Richard <laughs> and Pritchard, and you together um, uh, recently looked at whether multi-zone climate control actually works. Yes, And yes, Richard, this scientific examination saw you taking most of your clothes off.
1: That's right. Look, uh, what a lot of people don't know about me uh, is that I, I I went to university to become an astrophysicist, and uh, I got through three years <laughs> of the degree and. Uh, and then just couldn't go on. I yeah. failed. I was terrible. Yeah, I, I was, it was the maths that was killing me. Uh, and I've never, <laughs> I've never art, really. D- it's math, much math it's in the, the Much in it's the numbers. It's the numbers. <laughs> it's keeping those satellites up there was too hard. But um, yeah. I've been able to channel that sciencey side of things, and we've, we've, Mr. Pritchard and I uh, have started up a, a little series called Richard and Pritchard, and we get into the sciency nature of cars, and we tested. Dual zone climate control. Now, mm-hmm. dual zone climate control is—it's a big, it's a grand statement, isn't it? Yeah, it's—it's it's a lot. It's a big claim to make. Um, and there was only one way to test it, and that was to get into the car, uh, into any car, because it didn't matter what car it was. A lot of cars have got these days. They all should work. They all say dual zone climate control, and some of them get really specific about it. Too. And,
0: and this is basically taking the premise. It's a bit like back in the day where you had a smoking section in the aircraft mm. and a non-smoking yeah. Yeah. section in the aircraft without car. a wall. So no you wall. in row twenty-three you're in non-smoking <laughs> you in row 22 you're in smoking yeah so how on earth does that work same thing he's got two sides maybe even three zones mm. in the car mm. you've got a dial on your side that allows you to go to a certain degree, you're on the other side. Mm. What? You know, it's all the same car. That was the premise,
1: yeah? That's, that was the premise. That's what we wanted to check for sure. We had, as far as we knew, no one in the world had ever checked to see whether dual zone climate control actually worked. People had just assumed it did. So we got our thermometers out <laughs> and our lab coats, and we decided to test it. Yeah. Um. And basically... You'll have to go online to see what the results are and go to our YouTube channel, Cars Guide YouTube channel. Um, But I think uh, we came to a pretty firm conclusion about it. Yes, Mm. I think so. You went to the Mm.
0: extremes, didn't you? Mm. You had one side on maximum chill and the other side on maximum heat. Yes, I I was maximum chill, which was out of character for me. Max um, chill. You're normally pretty uptight. (laughs) I was hot. That, that at least got some differential between your thermometer readings, That's did it right. not? right. We mm. did get a differential. Uh, probably, uh, as
1: I said, I won't give the game away, probably not what we were expecting. Um, we were a bit surprised. Mm. Uh, but it involved my side being very hot. Therefore, um,
0: you had to remove certain I, I had to
1: clothing. I got up to 39.5 degrees on my side. That type of temperature kills dogs. <laughs> um, and I had, to, I had to, for the sake of science, I had to take my clothes off. Yeah. Um, and um and cool down, yeah. Um and um yeah no I think um when we, we jump to the back seat as we do with all our uh, mm-hmm. sciencey videos and yep. and uh, gave you, our you, conclusion. The, yeah okay mm. well we won't spoil a surprise <laughs> so take a look at that it's mm.
0: it's well worth it. but Richard you haven't left it there you I I've, recently I saw a thumbnail of one of your stories and it looked like you were um a certain superhero.
1: Yes look I've taken off my clothes in cars before there's I've done over. Well, two thousand five hundred reviews not, for Cars Guide, me, and some of the audience
0: may have been con- conceived <laughs> through just that process.
1: I've done two and a half thousand uh, video reviews for Cars Guide, and um, in about approximately fourteen hundred of those, I've taken off um, at least one item of my clothing, and um, and yeah, I've, I recently tested the Honda's uh, small SUV, the um, HRV uh, VTi L Grade, yeah, and uh, was uh, dressed as Batman. It was Batman, it, the yeah. Dark
0: Knight. Dark you know, emerged from the 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 rafters yeah. and dropped down yeah. into the car. And um, who doesn't want to be Batman? Look, exactly, exactly. Actually, I'm, probably uh, quite Robin? a few people. Robin He's doesn't Robin. want to be Batman. Yeah. Did he? Oh, he does. He, he wanted to. Batman's job so
1: bad. Well, maybe <laughs> when Batman retired, he would have stepped up into the Batman. Yeah, role. That's right. Is and that then what you, he was you just recruit a new
0: Robin.
2: <laughs> that's the way it goes. Oh, in some in some areas, he has. It depends which Batman you talk yeah. about. Yeah, but that's yeah. This isn't Batman cast. <laughs> well, the reason the
0: reason
1: for the Batman costume was um, my sister's uh, son uh, was having a superhero party, and she Fun. asked me Fun. if I would I would dress up as Batman and do kids activities oh i see so what right. i had to do was i had the honda Honda hrv that weekend and i had to get dressed in the back of it first of all, she wanted me to she's really demanding she wanted me to go to the party walk around say hi to everybody and then at some point in the party disappear and come back as batman. she didn't want you to paint the honda black and put a red no. rotating light on the <laughs> no top <or> no <laughs> but although the honda badge does look like a batman uh, bat okay logo. fine anyway i, had I to go
2: actually th- think that, that was going to be um when Nolan was making The Dark Knight, it yeah. was you know the the tumbler, yeah. or the HIV, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: and you know well, like... what what challenge is there in taking an off the shelf car? You've got to make something yeah. bespoke, yeah. right? <laughs> well, in my case, it was the HIV. I had to go
1: back to the car park and I had to get dressed into this lycra Batman outfit. Okay, but yeah, the Cave. Fortunately, the Honda HIV has got these seats, and they're like no other car brand has seats which do this. It's a Honda thing. A They've got all these different modes and, and the back seats can actually, the seat bases can fold up so it turns the car into like a little mini van and I can actually, okay. I'm, I'm 191 centimetres and I can actually sort of stand up with my head crooked over like I'm in a, you know, a caravan or something. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get changed in it and we did this in the video. Um, it's also got a mode called refresh mode um the hrv and (laughs) james is looking at me it's not a love hotel or one of those things that you find in japan it's literally just i
2: I was thinking more (laughs) like a like a web (laughs) page it's just like things aren't (laughs) running quite as well it's not as quick i just hit refresh refresh. mode and ah no
1: you'll have to check out the video as well if you want to see what honda's hrv refresh mode is
0: um yeah. It's pretty special. Okay, well, look, we'll, we'll, take a, we'll take a bit of a break at this point. As mentioned last week, 2017 marks 100 glorious years for our long-time sponsor, the Winton Motor Company, oh. and we're running a series of classic ads from the brand's extensive back catalogue to celebrate. We joined the head of PR at Winton, Frosty Chops, and a few of his colleagues in the comms department to rummage through the advertising archives, and Frosty's come up trumps again. Uh, This one's from the 1930s, highlighting a range of cars that set Winton on a path to success. The real enthusiast amongst you will know it well. Here it is.
2: Beyond comparison. Leading the century in motoring advancement and value. Winton. Graceful in line and beautifully finished in every detail, the superb coachwork of the new Winton 15 line is fully worthy of the refined, efficient chassis which carries it. Riding on Winton's remarkable Ned Kelly Springs, you rest as you ride, with the smooth power of 15 cylinders marrying high efficiency with ample power. Utmost luxury for 2 to 12 passengers, beauty sells the Winton 15, performance and comfort keep it sold.
0: Yeah, so many memories. You, you, look, 15 cylinders of glory, yeah. it, it, it really set Winton on that, on that path. Oh. Everybody remembers their first Winton. I think my
1: father lost his virginity in
0: it. <laughs> you could therefore be the product yeah, of yeah. of a Winton interlude.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wow. the Winton which brought mum and dad together.
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. I wouldn't
1: be here without a Winton. Okay.
0: okay. Let's let's move at that point. In Australian news, we're talking two men, a dog and a croc, mm. a cautionary tale at the same time, but it wasn't the dog's tale, Uh a Holden, Colorado ute, they became bogged uh, in crock-infested water. Richard, fill us in on the details. Yeah, look, two, two blokes
1: and a dog. Uh, the blokes' names are Charlie and Bo, of course. Don't know the dog's name, but uh, they were travelling through the Kimberley in their Holden, Colorado ute, dual cap, and uh, they uh, came into a bit of bother. Um, they got bogged, severely bogged, uh, right up to the wheel guards, cars leaning over on one side, going by these pitches, and they had to sit... On the roof of their Ute for four days until help came along and rescued them. And the entire time they were being surrounded by crocodiles. Yes. Mm. And they were That's making terrifying. they were recording these things on video occasionally, weren't they?
0: I, I remember seeing
1: something. They recorded it all. Or, they're on right. they're both millennials. I oh, know Charlie's nineteen, so he would have been all over it. He'd right. been all over Facebook.
0: Were they were they eyeballing the croc at this stage? Like four days straight, it's yeah. just on them yeah. and the the crocodile? Because the you know the crocodile could, could could smell, you know,
1: fear. Mm. Um, could sense that these guys were in trouble, um, and um, and they really were. Uh, and look, it's qu- when the, when the police, uh, uh, the
0: police, the police, the, polo- <laughs> the,
1: <laughs> the polos. yeah. <laughs> when the police rescued them, they did say, "Look, they could have taken a few other precautions that would have prevented this from happening." Um, and as what in I think, not, not taking the trip, as in, in, the in first not place. going don't, there, don't, and don't go, go, go to, croc- to crocodile take, oh. waters. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And possibly they could have uh, prevented this type of situation if they had have watched one of uh, Crafty's uh, special survival Absolutely. adventure yes. advice videos. Yes.
0: Maybe they thought it was an amphibious vehicle. Is there such a thing as Colorado made a kind of waterborne, water going, a Holden made a Colorado that goes in the water? I've taken a lot of Colorados in the water. None of them have been designed to actually float. <laughs> yes, um, right. This one definitely can't, as, wow. we, as we see. Um, yeah, 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 because craft one of Crafty's videos, um, our adventure editor that that regular listeners will will recognise, was about fording a river or a, a water crossing. Wasn't That's it? right. Making sure you mm. push in there, create a bow wave, make sure that you don't get the water flowing through the engine and, mm. and the cabin. Too, well, they should have they should have been listening, but uh, sadly,
1: Ab- absolutely. Look, there's some really amazing videos out there, and like even just sort of reminding people about driving through flood water as well. Um, I've seen videos of, of of a you know a fully loaded Land Cruiser suddenly get buoyant as soon as the water reaches the top of the wheel guards. Right. So and and you can be in a you know a hardcore off road vehicle and they will start to float. What because drift. the door ceiling is That's too it. good. It yep. Becomes like a little cork yep. on the top yep. of the water. And in yes. this video, I think which was carried out by um, might have been And Cap. Um, they did it in a swimming pool, which sort of controlled environment, and they got a bloke out there, and he could actually wade out to the um, the Land Cruiser and then move it around like a Lilo, like it was for just the, wow. for the car yeah, yeah, yeah. for the car wow. in the
0: pool test. Did they have Aussie Osborne or someone there to, to you know <laughs> drive it? Direct first, things, you yeah. drive it in there. Sharon, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Cause that's full on that's ANCAP going full on Rockstar. Yeah. Did yeah, they yeah. chuck the telly Auscap. in as well? Cap. Yeah, the, up to the whole hotel room, chuck out the telly, that nail the furniture. Doesn't the float.
1: Try something else, Mick. Yeah. What about <laughs> this? Exactly. Doesn't float. We're what happens He's when we sweet. throw a
0: fully loaded land cruiser out a hotel window? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Floats.
0: Whee! Yeah. Mm. Now um, okay, well good news is they both came through the other side. Safe and sound. Crocodile uh, had Bo to look and elsewhere
1: calculated to go somewhere else. Dogs, Dog's okay. okay. Everything ended well. Fantastic. But that doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't always end well, so be careful out mm-hmm. there people.
0: Good news. We'll we'll just touch briefly on on the fact that we we had a preview several weeks ago, best part of a month and a half ago of um, the new Aston Martin Vantage. But at the same time, I got the chance to to speak to various people connected with the brand, one of one being Kevin War, and he heads up Aston Martin for um, the Asia-Pacific, Australia, New Zealand, really, um, that area. And one of the things we talked about is that they're, they're taking merchandising down a very different path to some other car brands. Everyone from Ferrari to, you know, Hyundai will sell you a cap or a T-shirt. They don't do that. They're not into that kind of merchandising. They're actually Cologne? in... No, oh, we talked about oh, that in the Oversteer podcast a few weeks ago. No, I don't think there's Cologne, but they've gone the Submarine. Yeah, they've made a submarine, which is, a which real is an submarine. interesting line. Yeah, yeah, an actual submarine. They've also made, um, you know, a block of flats. What? Uh, that, that's part of their merchandising <laughs> program. What are you
1: talking about? Other people do caps
0: and <laughs> golf umbrellas. They've made a, a powerboat as well. So, yeah, you, you don't, don't get a T-shirt. So there's
1: the block of flats?
0: Yep. Like council flats? It's in Miami. It's called the Residences. The Aston Martin Residences. So oh my So it's an upmarket condominium development uh-huh. um, in Miami. It, of course it's yeah, in yeah, Miami. Yeah, yeah. You know, using yeah. the, the design aesthetic that you'll find in Aston Martin cars. And it, according to Kevin, it's an extension of the brand. What, what, what it becomes is a premium brand that makes motor cars, flats, boats, submarines, and all of it falls under the heading of... Aston Martin.
1: No way. Is yeah. it kinda of like how Yamaha also make guitars and pianos?
0: Oh uh, well, doesn't Mitsubishi make air conditioning? Yeah, I mean. they do. Well <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. call that merchandising. <laughs> the the no, I wouldn't the, call flats merchandising either. The, That's no the sports boat but one I kind of
2: understand because the I think Sports feel Bra. Like sports the boat. boat.
0: Oh. oh the sports Sp- boat. <laughs> like a, Sorry, yeah, I need man. to I need to work on my enunciation. Yeah. <laughs> if it was choppy, maybe you um, do need a sports bra. The,
2: <laughs> No, the like i i kind of get that cuz i feel like that's something that i've seen other mm. car companies do before but mm. yeah a block of flats that's a that's a new one it
0: is well on calling it a block <laughs> of flats it's technically an upmarket condominium development and the submarine <laughs> is it a car which turns into a submarine and you can go underwater like uh, it's frankly yeah. it's frankly funny looking it's made with a submarine <laughs> company called triton and uh is, is that it there it sort of James looks like picture. a mashup between a an acrylic sphere, mm. some kind of hull structure, and then the USS Enterprise yeah, uh, yeah. going going underwater. I actually saw that and
2: thought that it was a weird Photoshop mishmash of a bunch of different yeah. things.
0: No, so I'm, it's yeah. a personal it's a personal submarine. That's pretty cool. I, I seriously, I'm looking at the
1: picture of it and I can't. My mind can't work out what's what. Yeah. Anyway, look, I wouldn't get in it, we, it as
0: big as, How big is it? Oh, I, look, I what haven't been... It's, it's one I haven't tested, but uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully we can get one on the, uh, the Cars Guide <laughs> yeah, and pretty and just years. drop down to 20,000 leagues under the sea. That'd be good. Uh, but it's an interesting story. We put 20 questions up to Kevin Wall and, and he gave us some straight answers. It was pretty interesting. We're, we're coming towards the end. We'll We'll just have a quick break, a word from our ever-so-slightly younger colleagues at Oversteer. When you're
2: done listening to these old farts ramble on... Can I tell a story? Come and listen to the Oversteer podcast, where we talk about the stuff that kids love. Story time with Mitchie Boy. Yeah, because if I don't try, I will fail. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you know on, how mate? you roll into a petrol station and you're like... Would you rather be designated driver for a group of kids on a sugar high or a group of super drunk adults? Yes, the Oversteer podcast has everything, and you can find it on the Cars Guide website iTunes and where
0: all good podcasts are sold. Right, well, oh my God, those yeah. guys! Oh, you have got to cop it on the chin, I suppose. Um, they are actually Mr. Pritchard's one of them. Well, they're basically teenagers. The, the people who got stuck on the thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the ones having a go at us for being old. Yeah, yeah. Oversteer colleagues.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: But look, with that, I think we've reached. I didn't the f- like that ad. We <laughs> we've reached the finish line. Thank you, Richard. Thank you very much, and Pritchard. Thanks to, to our studio producer, Bad to the Bone Barbara. He's angry but always fair. And our generous sponsor, the Winton Motor Company, proud maker of the Winton Turbo and 100 years young in 2017. And thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show or anything else that's on your mind. Search for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram and use the hashtag cgpodcast or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. Remember to subscribe and please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps spread the word on the podcast. I hope you can join us next week. Until then, remember to hug your kids at home and belt them in the car.